0: Everyone, come tune in, it's Thess Cooper,
1: and me, Stan, on a couch, critic, and they're the
0: Couch Critics. Critics.
1: Hello, and welcome to Couch Critics. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Easton Moore.
2: And I'm Tess Kazek, one of your hosts, too. And I'm Cooper, the third host.
1: Sweet. Um, and today, uh, before we get into our episode, um, I think it'd be uh it's kinda weird. It's been a weird twenty four hours with uh, uh there's been I guess a virus going around. Coronavirus has uh hit a lot of different countries. In the past twenty four hours it's made uh big news in, in US and uh especially with sports. I mean the NBA closed, which I know you guys are big fans of the NBA, so I bet that's a kind of a big deal for you. I mean they straight up just Postpone the uh, NBA season, and the NCAA closed down their whole entire March Madness, so it's straight canceled, not even postponed. Um, I think the NHL is also postponing. I don't think they've officially done it, but they're in talks to do it. Um, There's quite a few movies. Quiet Place only got pushed back a week, but Peter Rabbit got pushed back. Uh, Fast and Furious 9 got pushed back almost a year because of the virus. And then... Uh, no Time to Die, the uh, new 007 movie got pushed back into November, which is probably a good spot for it. But still, a lot of news with this uh, this virus uh, pushing back entertainment, which I don't think anybody really predicted it would uh, become this this big to be able to move entertainment like that. That's yeah, uh, billions of dollars being lost by some of these sports worlds. So. Really crazy, crazy news. Just in the, I mean, we're recording this on Thursday and it's, it's really just happened within the past 12 hours. So, uh, kind of shocked here.
2: Yeah, it's pretty, pretty shocking, but I think the no time to die has a better spot. And obviously fast fear is going to pull the audience no matter what. so it shouldn't be too bad. It's just more of a waiting period, I guess. As long as venom two doesn't get pushed back, we'll be good.
1: <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, Yeah. I was just really shocked. I didn't think, uh, I didn't think the NBA or NCAA was going to pull the trigger on anything. I figured they would, uh, want to make their money. Um, especially NCAA just straight canceling is, Mm -hmm. you know, March madness is one of their, um, biggest money-making, uh, you know, endeavors. And, uh, Straight up canceling it, not even just doing the no stands. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not even making TV deals on it. So, yeah, uh, a big loss for for the NCAA. And uh, I mean, I don't know how much of a fan you guys are of the March Madness, but I mean, I was looking forward to it. A lot of good teams this year. So that's kind of sad. But hopefully everyone stays safe. And uh, a lot of this helps with the with the spread. So I know a lot of I think it's it's hit a lot of different places. Is it? really hit near you guys?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, really? Did you hear about the, the thunder game last night? No, no, I didn't. Oh, Rudy Gobert is a uh, Utah jazz player. He was like the first celebrity to get it, but they were in OKC about to play the thunder in seconds before tip off. The OKC had doctors stop the game to test him and he got tested and was confirmed positive. So then the whole team got quarantined Jeez. and, turns out their biggest star on their team had it too so yeah it came to okc i i heard it was uh
1: i heard the U, uh the utah jazz guy but i didn't think they were playing i didn't know who yeah, they were playing so they're in okc I also it didn't got know delayed, this right before. and it's what
0: it's what started the whole mm-hmm. postponing Jeez. of the
1: league was that uh, last night then
0: yep yes okay so yeah and within then, 24 uh, hours it
1: just sus- suspends the whole league
0: It was within about half an hour, actually. (laughs) Really? Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure they were talking about it, but after that, they kind of shut it down quickly. Thus, and I were actually at a movie theater watching Goodfellas, and uh, just bones blowing up with all this stuff, so... Jeez. Goodfellas was dope, though. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, just crazy news. Um, Kind of affecting everything and everybody, so... Uh, I just want to touch on that real quick because I guess it's, I mean, this is big news. I don't think it's, I mean, a whole entire March Madness being shut down and, you know, a whole entire NBA game or season being suspended and mm-hmm. who knows what they're going to do with the playoffs. So, I mean, this is uh, definitely big in the U.S. We thought it was just kind of over in the Europe and Asian area, but uh, it's hitting everywhere pretty bad. You know, it but, wasn't uh, canceled uh, though. What? Onward onward was not canceled although uh that is the movie that we're talking about today and it had a terrible box office i mean it was a box office flop i don't know did you guys see what uh, the box office numbers were for that weekend nope
2: no i know it made at least like twenty dollars between the three of us though
1: <laughs> it, it it did make 20 bucks um so do you what what would you guys guess that it makes? Saying that uh, Coco made about seventy-three million dollars in its first weekend, and it wasn't like uh, fo- Toy Story Four made one hundred and forty million. What do you guys think it uh, made?
2: It was only like forty million, right? I had to make a oh, guess. So you didn't know? Thought I saw
1: it. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, it only made forty million dollars, which is crazy for a Pixar movie. Mm-mm. Forty million dollars is insane. It w- which they're trying to say that it has nothing to do with this virus spread thing, but uh, I guess I don't know your guys' thoughts on the movie, but I didn't think it was a terrible movie. Like, it was uh, it was fun. I mean, I, I didn't have any, you know, huge problems with it. And for it to flop like that is is pretty bad. Um, luckily for them, with all the pushbacks, there's not going to be too many movies to kind of counter uh, onward for the next couple of weeks. So They still have some time to make some money, but uh, really sad for their their opening weekend
2: yeah yeah i like i like the movie overall maybe it was also just like the i don't know i found this to be like i like the movie like i said but it's much different of um of an pixar movie than than others like the fantasy genre can maybe throw some people off or not think it's uh gonna be good because of that someone fall
1: <laughs> i did not
2: Someone okay is everyone okay
1: So. I'm sure we're all good. Um, ah, who knows? Um, so yeah, we're talking about onward today and, uh, I guess this kind of leads us into it. Uh, um, so Thess, you kind of talked about what, uh, what do you kind of think about, but you know, spoiler free, what did you think about the movie? You said you liked it. So, mm-hmm. um, what kind of, did you like about the movie or didn't like about it or, uh, just kind of going spoiler free general thoughts of, of the movie.
2: Uh, so I really liked the, I want to say uniqueness of the movie. Uh, like I love fantasy movies. I love the genre. And I thought Pixar did a really good job of the world building. And the characters were all fun. And I really just liked the uh, the fantasy aspect of it. And obviously like the animation was great. Uh, I thought Tom Holland and Chris Pratt had great chemistry together. And uh, it was just like a fun movie, fun Pixar movie
1: to me. All right, Cooper, what did you think about Onward?
0: I loved it. I thought it was awesome.
1: That's your uh, spoiler-free version of it?
0: Well, I mean, how? yes, I thought it was fantastic. Good. It was one of my favorite movies probably ever.
1: Oh wow. At no, least uh, favorite animated
0: movies. Gotcha.
1: So it's rivaling <clears throat> up there with Toy Story movies?
0: It's probably my favorite Pixar movie. It's up there with like Spider-Verse like favorite animated movies probably.
1: Dang. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Thess was talking about the uniqueness of it and I think that really adds to it, uh which is uh, is that kind of what you you liked liked yeah, really about unique, it was
0: really charming. Um I was kind of cautious. I, The previews made it look like it was going to be about um, like if they can bring their dead dad back, then he'll be with them forever, which I thought was kind of a toxic message. But yeah. every thing that I thought was going to be a flaw, they kind of subverted.
2: Thank and, you, uh, Ryan Johnson. Oh, cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. Shout out, Ryan Johnson.
2: And, D- and D&D. TMB. No, D&B. no. They, they suffered expectations. <clears throat> we thought it was gonna be awesome.
1: <laughs> that's it true. Was
2: This has a fair point. And it was better.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's. You <clears throat> lost this point.
2: Excuse on
0: my cookie me. Cookie. I'm sorry. I'm feeling a little under the weather. But uh, yeah, I love that movie. I thought it was awesome, and I kind of want to see it again. Low key missed the first half hour, or so because I yeah. went to the wrong theater
2: but there's a, there's a funny story unless it death, was just awful that we can get to, uh, when we get into spoiler discussion. So, um, yeah. yeah,
1: cool. Yeah. I, uh, I'm with this year. I, uh, I really enjoyed the uniqueness of the movie. I thought it was really cool for Disney and Pixar to kind of put themselves out there and do something fantasy ish that's, uh, just really different. The, the beginning premise you know just the first couple minutes of which I guess Cooper kind of missed but uh, yeah uh, you know just them being in a um, fantasy world but it's kind of gone like humanity has and and magic and stuff has kind of gone to the wayside and people didn't think it was as necessary I thought that was a really cool spin on the fantasy worlds that uh, we've grown up seeing throughout movies and books and all that so I really enjoyed that, and uh, they had a good mix between those two characters. I thought uh, Chris Chris Pratt. Uh, Pratt. It was kind of weird for him being like a seventeen or eighteen year old, but after a couple of minutes, I guess I kind of got used to it. Well, have, but it was really seen, weird.
2: Have you seen Parks and Rec?
1: Yeah, but he's you know he's still a twenty seven year old that acts like a kid. And this one, he is actually a kid. So it was just, it, you know, it was kind of weird having Tom Holland, who's probably 22, 23. I don't know his actual age, but he's, he's pretty young. He's, <laughs> I don't think Tom Holland's 40 years old, but, um, it, it was, it was kind of weird, but like I said, it didn't take me too long to get over it because Chris Pat does a good job of acting like a, I mean, he's, he's a good actress. So he does a good job acting like a, uh, young adult or mm-hmm. older teenager. So, yeah. um, after i got past that it was it was fine but um yeah i really enjoyed it i thought it did a good job of being fun um uh, while all, also uh, putting a little bit of feels uh in it towards uh, i mean it got really feelsy uh, towards the back half of the movie mm-hmm. um but it still was fun <laughs> it it didn't just try to be a tearjerker or just be fun uh, which i guess pixar always does a good job of um so i I had a good experience during the whole entire movie. You know, I had some good jokes throughout it. Uh, I I wouldn't say it's Pixar's best work overall. Um, I I like some of the other ones a little bit better, but that doesn't mean that it was bad. I mean, Pixar makes fantastic movies. So overall it was,
0: it was a great, uh,
1: a great movie. Do you guys have anything else to add before we go into a little bit of spoiler territory?
0: I don't know. My brother-in-law's friend's name was in the credits. Oh wow, that's really cool! You're famous. Yeah, he's an engineer at Disney. What do he do? I am. I don't know. He worked on the art. The he's in like every Pixar movie past. I think like Cars 2. But
2: that's where he got to oh. start.
0: Yeah, everyone starts somewhere. Too. <laughs>
2: everyone's gonna start it somewhere. Oh,
1: beautiful! Well, that's really cool. That's my. Yeah, you know, that's my.
2: It. That's
0: my trivia.
1: Sweet. I actually uh, worked with somebody that. It works on the Marvel Studios now. Okay,
0: so moving on to spoilers here, <laughs> week,
1: <laughs> But before we um, let our spoiler sirens go off, uh, we or I actually have my brother-in-law here who has um, severe autism. Uh, so if you have maybe a brother or sister, son or daughter, or maybe just a friend who has uh, severe autism, uh, you can kind of hear their thoughts. So... Trent what did you uh what did you think about Onward did you like it yes there you guys have it looks like he likes it so if like I said if you have someone you know that has severe autism uh looks like they would probably uh, really enjoy this movie so this has been Trent Review so now let's cue the sirens for spoilers No, I'm actually going to edit in. A, a, uh, a can siren, you do that too? I will add in all of our sirens.
2: Do all three of those. I will. Thank you. Um,
1: that means a lot. So, spoiler-wise, uh, I guess Cooper doesn't have the first half spoilers because he uh, decided to go to the wrong theater. Um, yeah, I
0: made the conscious decision to go to the wrong theater. <laughs>
1: So I was curious. I actually don't know the whole story of this. Did you drive to the like actual wrong building theater, or did you go to the wrong theater, like a room in the right theater?
0: No, like the wrong building on the wrong side of town in a town that I don't Damn. live in. <laughs>
2: Damn.
0: Yeah. We, uh, That's why I missed the first half hour and not the first like five minutes.
2: We uh, watched Goodfellas in the same theater he-, theater. he watched Onward, and it's really nice. It's new. It's... uh. It's nowhere near AMC.
0: Yeah, it's not as good as AMC. But where you can get this the list for ten dollars.
2: Yeah, AMC a list for twenty bucks a month. But it's still a nice theater. But um, so funny story about Cooper uh, missing the first like thirty minutes. Stop. So I was saying, like, and you alluded to this in the uh, non-spoiler Easton, but how like uh, uh, magic has like been replaced by science. I saw that as like a, a exact metaphor for how science has replaced like religion and mythos in, in our, um, in our worldviews and how that's like kind of transformed into technology. And we, uh, we don't, not a lot of people have this sort of religious worldview anymore. And so I was explaining this to Cooper. I was like, I thought that was really deep and fascinating. And he was like, he's so confused. It's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, how do you, how did you miss this? I, I'm talking about like the plot of the movie. I realized that he missed like the first 30 minutes that explained this worldview and this, uh, this thing I was talking about was so cool. So,
1: yeah, really. If you missed the first five minutes, you kind of miss that.
2: Yeah. So that's my funny story. That's, that's his funny story. I don't know if that's going to be a thing, but that's a, a it's here. It is. Yeah. It's a thing yeah the though. first thing
0: I saw was barley using the staff and it not working.
1: Yeah, that's not a terrible spot, I guess, to to kind of get into the movie. Mm-hmm. At least you didn't miss kind of the That's
0: where like the adventure started.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So you miss kind of the backstory between those two characters and who they, you know, are in their like friend groups or society or whatever. But using context clues, I assume did. that you yeah, know, Cooper's Barley right?
0: missed his dad, but he was the uh the goofy try hard kind of screw up guy, whereas Ian was the nerdier <laughs> Keep to yourself. That's what you call
2: it genius. Easton (laughs) like that. So
0: as complex as these characters were, I was able to crack the code.
2: So um, kind of continuing on that. Yeah. I really liked the, uh, the world building was really impressive to me in this. And I said in my review that I wrote, I haven't posted it yet, but I would love to see more onward movies like sequels because i think they have a lot of world to explore that's really fun so but i also wouldn't mind it being like a standalone movie but um like i just think there's a lot of world building they could definitely do with these characters and with that world which i think is really cool in the mcu So in the, the <laughs> mcu yeah uh was it was there a post credit of thanos coming to take the staff Yeah, dang it yeah I didn't stay for that. So stupid.
1: I mean, there are people who think there's a, a PCU. Yeah, with a the, Pixar, with RP. the uh, the Pizza Hut, you?
2: the pizza truck from Toy Story. Yeah, it's in a lot of movies. Oh no,
1: people have theories between all of the movies. Yeah, it gets deeper than that, but that's one of the pretty in-depth big, in, uh, pretty in depth.
2: big uh, things.
1: I mean, all the Disney Princess movies. There are people that think all of those are connected to People have a lot of times on their hands, and
2: not us. Really going to
1: deep theories? No, not us.
2: So, well, Cooper, you said it was your favorite or one of your favorite animated movies. What's stuck out to you? And you can go into spoilers more than uh, you did previously, if you don't mind explaining.
0: Uh, mostly just the characters. I mean, the premise is cool itself, but especially Chris Brad's character, him and Tom Holland had great chemistry. And then um, the dragon, whose name I forgot, I liked her whole thing. Being like, I, I thought she was really funny. How she was this super badass, but she like bought a business and now she has to worry about like investors and stuff.
1: Manticore, I think is her Manticore, name. Manticore, yeah, I think that's what her name was.
0: Yeah. And the oh, it must have been in the first half hour that they introduced that. No, you said the name. Then, yeah.
2: Uh, no, you watched that part. You watched that.
0: No, nah, I was in the first half hour. Uh, and then I like the dad. Not the dad, but the, uh, the stepdad who's like a goofy horse.
2: A senator, yeah. <laughs> he, he can't run. <laughs> cause he's fat. Yeah. I've been there, man.
0: And I just think that, yeah, same. I just think every every time I thought like, oh, they're going to do this and it's going to suck. They didn't. They did something cooler.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, okay, we're in Spoiler Terrace. So like the end, I loved it. How it was more about you know he's checking his list and he realized he has done everything he wants to do and then he doesn't even get to talk to his dad Barley gets to which I thought was more fitting because he's the one that actually had a relationship with him and I like that they didn't show it on screen it was like through the lens of Ian and muted Mhm. I was just dope
2: Cooper didn't have a single dry tear during that time
0: Nope. my tears were wet
2: Oh I. I meant I. I'm
0: sorry, I'm dumb. Oh yeah. <laughs> I did I did drop a few tears.
2: That's how well, you, we'll in between my niece end. and nephew. Yeah, that's how you and your dad is, right? With the like Barley and his.
0: Yeah, um <laughs> So I just liked it a lot. I thought all oh, the characters are cool. <laughs> I mean you you can't really go wrong with it. Dungeons and Dragon based. Pixar movie with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland.
2: Yeah, it kind of wrote itself. Yeah, I mean, we could probably write the sequel. Yeah, Yeah. onward to more, more, more word.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll lab it. Moving forward, how about something like that?
2: No, that's dumb. Yeah, a lot
0: of really good ideas. We can talk about them later.
2: I don't want anyone to steal it. So let's stop. I really
1: doubt I doubt this gets a sequel just because of how bad of an opening it has. No, I mean it could redeem itself, but I you know Toy Story is really the one that's got Toy Story and Cars are really the only Pixar movies that have gotten sequels. So Yeah, so all you listeners out
0: there better go better go listen, uh, better go watch it.
2: Couch Nation.
0: Yeah, Couch Nation, better go watch it.
2: At couch. AMC theaters. Yeah, the AMC theaters near you.
1: Yeah, I guess we didn't do that part, but uh, I definitely say this is movie. You know, going to the movie theater and watching because it's it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, good movie, but uh, my spoiler uh, review of it was there were a couple things that I didn't like. Um, I actually didn't like the stepdad very much. I thought usually when he was in it, it was kind of just corny stupid jokes i usually didn't laugh at his butt knocking everything off and um and, you know i just i wasn't a big fan of of most of his parts and always being so disappointed in the son, i guess it kind of did move the plot a little bit uh and made uh, that ending with um, barley chris pratt and his real dad a little bit more emotional but watching the movie, I just never really got into that character. Um, so I wasn't a big fan of him. Um, I also, maybe this was just my theater, but the lips actually felt a little off to me, which I've never had in a Pixar movie. Um, like usually I'm just watching the animation and I'm, I don't notice anything and I noticed I didn't really look like they were saying the words that, you know, the mouse looked like they were and I've never noticed that before. So I don't know if it was just my theater maybe it was just a, you know, an eighth of a second off and it just looked weird. But mm. um, I noticed that a couple times, which made me kind of get out of it during a couple scenes. But um, those are really the, I guess really the only things I didn't like of it. Uh, the things I did like of uh, the movie was like you guys have said, the chemistry between uh, Holland and, and Chris bat was really good. Um, specific scenes where the driving part of it, I thought was really cool of, you know, teenagers, you know, it's scary for them to drive. And I thought they portrayed that pretty cool. Uh, not that I'm a teenager that doesn't know how to drive, but, um, them two kind of doing that together was, uh, was really, uh, really well done. Um, and then that leads into the, uh, the whole fairies, like the biker fairies. I thought that whole sequence was really funny where he turns him small and they go into the gas station and all of that. I think that might've been, you know, that or the ending was probably the two best scenes in the movie, Mm -hmm. uh, in my opinion. So, uh, I thought they did a great job with that scene, adding humor and, you know, a teaching moment, um, and all of that. So, uh, that was kind of the scene that really stuck out to me. Of course, the ending, has to stick out to you cuz it was uh really heartfelt but i really liked uh i really liked that scene um same with the invisible bridge uh mm. i thought that was a a cool little quirky scene um where he lost the rope and stuff so uh it definitely had some good scenes like some really good scenes that uh were funny and heartfelt and uh good adventure uh, i like the whole entire premise of them being on a D adventure but it's a it's real like they're based on real events because there's actually magic and all that so uh really cool premise that i thought they did a good job on um so i really enjoyed it really fun uh really heartfelt i think it's great for for kids i mean you've got magic you've got uh you know the cool uh the cool kid you got the quirky little teenager and um really plays well together uh you know when i went and saw the theater i don't know about you guys but there were a lot of kids around me and they all had a great time Mm -hmm. um and then i think all the parents they all you know they all got some jokes too so i thought it was good for good for just about everyone pixar does a really good job of
2: yeah definitely um i really i really enjoyed it overall uh my theater actually stopped three times during the film the what when i was watching it so That was fun, but it didn't really ruin anything for me personally. So, so yeah, that onward was good. I think you should go watch it if you haven't, I think it's a fun Pixar movie. Definitely.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and I think Cooper touched on a little bit about the ending. Uh, I guess we can talk about that just before we go into the, our grades of the movie, but, um, I really didn't know what to expect for the end of the movie uh i i kind of leaning towards what cooper said and that i thought maybe he, they were going to extend uh the father's life where he maybe get like a couple more days or a week and happily ever after kind of thing um but they really they really put a twist on it where uh, they had to fight that big dinosaur and um his older brother was the only one who got to talk to the dad mm-hmm. and he made that sacrifice um, because of what his uh, brother said when they were rolling down the uh, the river, that his one regret was that he didn't see his dad before he died. So I thought that was honestly a beautiful way of ending that, and definitely a tearjerker, um, and uh, very uh, a good message for everyone watching the movie. That sometimes you gotta make sacrifices for you know your family and the people that you love. So uh,
0: yeah,
1: I thought that was a really great way to end it. And it was action packed, a fun action ending, but also very heartfelt. And they really, um, you know, had that line, uh, rode that line really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just fun. And watching Tom Holland's uh, progress throughout the movie finally um, saved him in the end. was really cool. So uh, I, you guys don't have to talk about the ending anymore if you don't want to. But if you guys have any other thoughts before we
0: grade it, I liked it.
2: Yeah, kind of going with Cooper. Um, it really did subvert my you expectation. Like yeah, I do like it. But it really did also subvert my expectation. I was like, oh, I was going to see his dad or say, like, extend longer. And it really didn't do that. So I just really appreciated the uh, the end. The for... harshness. Yeah, that and the then, reality of it. Yeah. And also just like how uh, I don't know, it was a lot more touching. I liked the ending more than what I thought I would have want it or i thought was going to be if that makes sense i liked what they gave me instead of what i thought was going to happen which uh and then the the dragon fight was really cool i thought too so it was just a really good good third act in general so really fun pixar movie so all right so i personally would rate it uh four stars and you know that's great on my scale uh and it's I think i put it at number 10 or 9, probably 10, in my Pixar top 10. Behind uh, Coco, Ratatouille, Toy Story 4, Up, Toy Story 2, I have a list that I pulled up. Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., WALL-E, and then my favorite, Pixar is still the original Toy Story. Which is also one of my favorite movies of all time as well. So, that is my top 10.
0: I'd give it five stars and it's probably either my favorite Pixar movie or tied with the Incredibles.
1: Sweet. Yeah. I really want to rewatch this one, um, without being in a theater of a whole bunch of kids. See if maybe I like it a little bit more. Um, but, uh, I gave it a, I would give it a four stars as well. I'm kind of with this. Um, I don't have a ranking of all my favorite Pixar movies, but Uh, it would probably be on the upper uh, end of it. Maybe not reaching into the top five, but uh, just really fun, heartfelt. Uh, You know, there were a couple scenes that kind of lagged on, but um, I think they did a really good job with the movie and really sad that it didn't get the turnout that it should have Mm -hmm. um, because it was honestly a a really good movie. So um, four for me is, is also really good. I mean, really anywhere from four to five is, is a really good movie. So, uh, anything below three is what I consider not so great. So, um, yeah, I'd say it's a, a solid four and can definitely understand why somebody would put it five and, and maybe their top couple Pixar or maybe top Pixar movie. Cause, uh, definitely had a lot of good, good in it. So yeah, I give this one a four. Um, and then I guess we haven't had an episode in quite, uh, just a couple weeks, so um, before we go in and end our episode, we're going to do a uh, what we've been watching. Uh, so, maybe just this past week, or um, since we have an episode in a couple weeks, maybe just some of the better movies that you've watched over the past uh, uh, I think two weeks. So, this what have you uh, been watching and what you've really liked?
2: So, I watched uh, Ikiru, which is by Akira Kurosawa, who is a Japanese director, uh, one of the most well-regarded of all time. That was really good. Uh, Sunset Boulevard, I watched that one too. Um, And then Cooper and I watched Goodfellas last night in theaters. That was great. Uh, That's an amazing movie in my opinion. Um, And then my friend Pierce and I started this really long movie called Andrei Rublev, which is an icon painter uh, in Russia. It's one of those Russian communist movies by uh, Andre Tarkovsky it's three and a half hours so we started kind of late so we only got through like two hours of it but it's been it was fantastic up until we had to stop it so I'm really excited to finish that too so those are kind of what I've been watching I've, I've been kind of busy with school, so I've watched as much as I usually want or can so yep
1: alright Cooper what have uh, you watched the past couple weeks
0: uh, mostly Better Call Saul, which is really awesome.
1: Nice catching up on that.
0: Yeah, trying to. The first like four or five episodes are pretty slow, but
2: it gets dope. Yeah, I've been watching that too. It's pretty good. If you like Breaking Bad, which you should because it's a great show. So.
1: Sweet. Um. Well, uh, over the past couple weeks, I've, uh,. The first uh, seven days of that two weeks, I watched a lot of good movies. Enemy, I thought was really good with Jake Gyllenhaal. I um, thought it was a solid movie, nice uh, nice twist in it that I weren't really expecting. I watched Apocalypse Now, which is, I think, Thess's, one of Thess's favorite movies. Uh, he has it pretty high, highly rated. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a really good movie, movie, but not personally a favorite. But I, I could definitely you know understand that it was a good movie. So I rated that one pretty uh, pretty high with a four star. and. The invitation, which is uh, not a very big movie, but it has uh, one of my uh, like favorite up-and-coming actors, which I probably talk about too much, but Logan Marshall Green, um, the actor an Upgrade. It had him in it, and it was on Netflix, so I gave it a shot. Uh, really interesting premise and um, just a cool movie. Uh, I finally watched Watchmen. Took me way too long to watch it, but it's kind of a longer movie, and I wanted to make sure I watched the right cut. Uh, and I got the found the director's cut, which is on Netflix. So watched that one, and that one was really good. I kind of knew the ending, which kind of sucked because knowing the end of that movie kind of ruins it a little bit. But yeah. still, a really good movie. Um, watched Lars and the Real Girls, which is a Ryan Gosling movie, which I really enjoyed, uh, and my wife also really enjoyed. It looked kind of weird. But uh, we both really, really enjoyed kind of the dilemma of being with someone who's kind of having a mental breakdown, which is kind of what the the movie deals with. So that was good. Watched The Invisible Man, um, which I have a small review of on the podcast. Uh, Really liked that one. Gave that one a four and a half stars. So probably the best movie I've seen over the past two weeks. Uh, Just really enjoyed it. Good thriller um, with a really, really good actress uh, performing in that one. And then lastly, I've watched a couple other movies, but lastly, um, Hearts Beat Loud, which has Nick Offerman in it. Uh, That was a movie that came out in like 2018, I think. And um, it's a movie that I kind of saw because I'm a big fan of a movie called Begin Again, and it's kind of like a musical movie between uh, Mark Ruffalo and I can't think of the actress name, but uh, that I really enjoyed, and this is supposed to be kind of similar to it. And I thought that one was uh Heartbeats Loud. I thought that was it was a really good movie. So um I couldn't find it on a streaming service. You kinda have to buy it, but if you wait until it comes on a streaming service, I would definitely give that one a a watch because it's it's definitely worth your time. But uh that's kind of what I've seen over the past couple of weeks.
2: Nice, nice. Uh, nice. All right,
1: well I guess that uh that about does it uh for this episode, unless you guys have anything else to to add right here. Nope. Sweet. All right, Cooper. Uh, where can we find you on the social medias?
0: On Twitter and letterboxed at codenamecoop.
1: You- All right. Thess, where can we find you?
2: On Twitter, my, name, my handle is Dr. Thess, D R T H E S. And you can find me on Letterboxd, my full name at uh, Thess Kazak. Uh, so just copy the spelling from my Twitter and put it into the two letterbox. So <clears throat> that's where you can find me.
1: Sweet. Um, you can find me on Twitter and letterbox at Easton IV. So Easton Moore four. Um, and you can also find the podcast on Twitter at couch critics pod. So uh, we try to, put some uh, movie news on there and try to talk to you guys about some movies. So if uh, you uh, listen to the podcast, just make sure to give us a follow and uh, we can interact with you. And uh, if you're listening on, you know, wherever you're listening, uh, try to just give us a, a rate and review, especially if you're listening on Apple podcast. Uh, if you give us a uh, five stars and maybe a review uh, that makes sure that we get uh, on the list and people, uh, more people will hear us. So uh, we're happy that you're listening, and uh, throughout this next week, just uh, you know, find something on Netflix. Maybe put in a uh, movie in your old Blu-ray player and uh, and watch
2: some movies. Watch some movies, Bye, Couch Nation.